0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Let's talk about six unexpected signs of heart disease. Now, since heart disease pretty much is the number one cause of death worldwide compared to any other death. I think it's appropriate to understand this problem a little bit more, especially the unexpected or surprising signs or symptoms that can tell you, you have a heart problem without even knowing about it. Now regarding heart failure, there's two different situations. You have compensated heart failure and you have decompensated heart failure. Now, what's the difference? What does that mean compensated? It means that when you have a weak heart initially, um, you're not going to have the same output of blood flow or oxygen. So the body compensates to help you out to increase the amount of blood flow by increasing the pressure and the retention of sodium. So you can also increase the same amount of fluid through the body. The body is trying to hold on to the fluid and increase the pressure and the pulse rate And so compensated heart failure has as its symptom, no symptoms except high blood pressure. Now, why would you have no symptoms? Well, because you're getting the same output as a normal heart, but your your numbers are just higher. So for a lot of people that have high blood pressure, there really is no symptoms, at least at first. And what's really interesting is that people then, just take a medication, which kind of camouflages and hides this little indicator red flag situation. And you go about your way thinking, well, okay, good. Now I no longer have high blood pressure, so I'm good. But that didn't do anything for the heart itself. In fact, it just camouflaged the real problem. And then you may start experiencing symptoms of this medication, which really is experiencing symptoms Of the heart problem now because now we don't have the output of blood flow so some people that start medication that reduce the blood pressure from this compensation situation start having edema in the legs they might feel lightheaded fatigued difficulty breathing okay those are the the known symptoms when you have decompensated heart failure but typically what happens, you have this compensation going on for many years until the heart gets so weak that it can no longer compensate. And so that's when you start having the obvious symptoms of a heart problem. And there's symptoms that people know about and there's symptoms that people don't know about. Like pitting edema in your lower ankles. If you press into your lower leg, close to your ankle, and it leaves a dent, that's pitting edema, okay? That, what's happening is you're getting a backup of blood in the body because the heart cannot push it out. It could also be other things like liver disease or even adrenal problems, but definitely a heart problem can create that as well. Another common symptom of decompensation would be um, you get out of breath very easily, especially when you exercise or go up a hill. Another symptom would be pain on the left arm or chest pain, or actually back up through here. But again, those are known symptoms, but the, the ones that people are not used to hearing about are the following? <coughs> Excuse me, coughing. That could be a version of congestive heart failure where the blood flow is backing up into not just your ankles, but into organs and your lungs and creating this irritation or a cough. Number three, signs of dementia. You're starting to forget things. Why? Because you don't have the blood flow to your brain as well as you used to. There's a problem with not getting enough oxygen and blood flow to the brain that can affect your memory over time if it becomes chronic. Number four, low urine output, okay? The amount of urine that you're putting out is definitely not what it should be. And that is because your body is retaining sodium because your body's trying to compensate for this lack of blood flow and oxygen. So it's just holding on to fluid. All right, number five, Difficulty breathing when you're laying flat on the ground, okay? So you get relief when you sit up or stand up. A lot of people don't associate that. They think it's always like if I exercise and I get winded. No, actually when you lay on your back. And number six, you're awakened out of a sleep one to two hours later, trying to gasp or trying to catch your breath. That's another sign or a connection between the heart and your breathing. All right, that's all very interesting, but what can we do about it? The first thing is to give yourself enough sleep. you know they found in a study that a midday nap can give you the same benefits as certain blood pressure medication, which is fascinating. So the more sleep you have, the better the heart's gonna be. In fact, the less sleep you have, the more at risk you're gonna be for getting a heart attack. So if you're getting like five hours or less, your risk goes up considerably and your lifespan decreases as well, unless you're one of those special individuals that don't need as much sleep, which can happen, but it's not very common. All right, number two, this relates to a real big, important connection between refined grains and heart disease. When you consume refined grains in the form of the breads, the pasta, the cereal, Uh, not only are you getting the massive oxidation because it turns in the sugar and the, it's kind of like taking steel wool and rubbing it through your arteries. I mean, that's really what it's equivalent to, but also refined grains uh, are going to deplete your vitamin E reserve. Okay. And vitamin E is the most important vitamin for not just the inside of the arteries, but also the heart muscle itself. When you're low in vitamin E, The heart has to work so much harder. In fact, vitamin E is good for all of your muscles. And it's pretty dramatic when you give people vitamin E and then test their muscle strength before and after, you'll see a huge change. The type of vitamin E that I would recommend is tocotrienols. That's the best vitamin E for the heart. Um, In fact, it works like 50 times better than the regular tocopherols. All right, number three, uh, vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 is kind of a recently discovered vitamin. It works with vitamin D3, but K2 helps um, keep calcium in the right places. So it it helps to keep calcium out of the arteries. It helps to keep calcium in the bone. It also keeps the arteries uh, from becoming too stiff. And guess what foods are high in vitamin K2? The fats, okay, the fatty foods. And I know some people watching are gonna say, well, what about cholesterol, this and that? Well, I have another video for you to watch in that because that's a whole different topic. There's a massive lie in that area that you need to know about. All right. And number four, and this is really, really important. It's just as important as sleep is getting off the high carb diet, going on a low carb diet, of course, especially getting off the refined grains. If you're new to my channel, I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. I'm going to put the link down below. If you want some encouragement, also go to drberg.com and look right at the top. There's a button, uh, with success stories. And we have over 5,000 success stories. You can start reading through these and you're going to see a lot of people um, have significant improvement with cardiovascular function when they start the ketogenic diet.